1: Hello and welcome to The Other Decluttering. I am Kirsty Ferugia. I am Amy Ravel and we are so glad that you've chosen to join us. We're also glad that we chose to join you because we love recording this podcast. We are two professional organisers in Australia. Kirsty's in Sydney, I'm in Melbourne um, and we've been doing professional organising for a combined maybe what like 16, 17 years Kirsty now.
2: I love your maths. You always exaggerate your
1: maths. are you hitting nine years no, or are you hitting eight? Okay, so 15, not 16. <laughs> it's not that far off, peeps. It's not that far off, but welcome to the podcast. Yes, welcome.
2: What are we chatting about today? People already know because they've seen the, hit, the title, but for my sake.
1: I hope everybody has been singing. These are a few of my favorite things raindrops and roses and whiskers on kittens, bright copper kettles and warm woolen mittens. Brown paper packages tied up with
2: These are a few of my, favorite,
1: few of things. my favorite things. Anyway, yeah. If you haven't watched *The Sound of Music*, shame on you. No, there's no shame. There's <laughs> derision and sorry. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> We thought it would be super fun to talk to you about a few of our favourite things. So we're going to talk all the way from favourite podcast episodes, favourite containers to organise, with, favourite questions when we're decluttering, favourite challenges for our clients, all the way through to our favourite apps and favourite food and favourite piece of clothing. So we're just going to hit the road running. Hit the. Did we do one of these during ISO? I feel like we did one of these during ISO. Oh. Anyway. I can't remember. I say it's just a total blur. And if it's a total blur for me and we recorded it, I'm going to assume it's a total blur for our clients too.
2: Mm, And listeners.
1: (laughs) Oh, that's what I meant. Let's see, everything's a blur. (laughs) Kirst. Yes. I'm going to ask you one of your favourite things first. I want to know what is your favourite food? Lasagna. Mm, Tell me about the type of lasagna you like. I
2: love my mum's lasagna. So she makes it with white cheese sauce. On the like a bechamel sauce, yeah, bechamel yep. sauce, yes, bechamel. on the top layer and then sprinkles it with parmesan. Um, so I really love that, but Simon does a really nice one too with ricotta, so
1: Ooh. yeah,
2: so anything, yeah, I do, I love my mum's lasagna and I now it, like Simon's. his will suffice things I can't get to my mum's very often and now she's not living in a house to cook a lasagna
1: no but she's coming up to you at Easter so I think it's fair that you request mum's lasagna when she comes up to you I think that is a fair request too I think so what about you (laughs) um I love warm raspberries fresh warm raspberries I love Cadbury chocolate
2: I said one thing Roast if, potatoes. You, if you're oh, going to like, I could, I could keep going too. I love roast potatoes. I love chocolate. I love and cold raspberries. raspberries.
1: See, we should like, this could be just
2: our podcast food. This this could be the few things that we agree on.
1: <laughs> These are a few of our favourite things. <laughs> These are a few things that Kestin and Amy agree on. In case But you I don't like no. lasagna if that helps. Oh, well,
2: you know, that's... You know, you've also never watched The Princess Bride, so there's have a few not. things that I forgive you for. <laughs>
1: Character flaws are the greatest.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. Hey, what do you think about my brown hair?
1: I do like your brown hair. You were umming and ahhing the other day when I was talking to you and you were on your way to the hairdresser and you still hadn't decided. And what like, did you oh. tell me? What did you tell me? Actually, I can't remember what I told you. What did but I you say? you can't.
2: It's not on brand. You'll change our brand if you change your hair colour. <laughs> because <laughs> Simon wanted you to go dark Simon and Emily have been begging me for like a few years now to go dark
1: oh that's sweet no it looks lovely whereas Oliver's
2: response was uh, like I can't look at you I can't just oh, go away hey. I can't even look at
1: you mum <laughs> oh. I guess he's he's a blonde kind of person. (laughs) And
2: I was going to surprise you by just hopping on Zoom, but we didn't end up recording yesterday and it was International Women's Day and I did a post and you
1: saw my brown hair that way, but I really wanted to surprise you on Zoom. Well, you know that I'm not very good with people's um, appearance and I have facial blindness, so I possibly wouldn't have noticed.
2: (laughs) Do you know what's really funny about me going dark? So I will put a photo in... um, on social media this week so you all can see or maybe I'll do a Facebook live whatever you'll see it um is that so I it must look very natural on me um even though it's a lot darker than my natural color yeah um my, so I don't know what my natural color is anymore but I feel like it's a very it's a light brown like a mousy nothing brown um and so many people haven't even commented because it's such a natural color on me. Yeah. And the same when I go blonde, people don't comment when I go blonde either. Like, and
1: I can go red, I can go any color. and people- Yeah, you've got that hair where you can totally shift it and change it. And everyone's like, has it always been that color? Because it looks normal. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So yeah. people, some people are like, whoa, but most people are like, I, I sorry, I didn't even re- realize. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So today's podcast is brought to you by Kirsty's hair. <laughs> no, sorry, beeps. I just wanted to say, I wanted to say it on here because you can all like that's yeah, a really good way of getting people to know that I am now. We can't say I'm the blonde one and you're the dark head. One.
1: Oh, that's true. I hadn't in thought about that.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So just in yeah. case you didn't know, I am I in the podcast tile picture and on our website, I am the blonde one. We get that question quite a lot. But now when I come to your door, just imagine me like a Lego head where I've switched out the colour of hair and I'm now dark, but I look the same. I've still got blue eyes and freckles. As long as you
1: don't start wearing glasses, then we're really going to be stuck.
2: I am hoping that that's still a few years away. Everybody keeps <laughs> saying, oh, when you hit 40, but I'm three and a half years in and I yeah. still don't need glasses. So.
1: No, you're practically
2: perfect in every way. I and Mary Poppins. Thank you. <laughs>
1: okay. All right. I want to know, I want to know. So we've done food. I want to know what your favorite organizing container for the house is. So not pantry specific. I want to know general favorite organizing container that you recommend to clients or that you use yourself.
2: Most of the time it's whatever the client has already in the house. So, I am a huge, huge fan of repurposing. I've said it before, I'll say it again. We get phone calls whenever we're talking. Um, doing inquiry calls. People will say, what do I need to prepare? What do mm-hmm. I need to do to get ready for you? And I always say nothing. Don't buy a single thing. We will repurpose. We will find something mm-hmm. in your house. And, if, and you'll end
1: up with spare containers. And you, at the you end. will
2: always end up with spare <laughs> containers. Like I just came from a session where we had spare containers. And so generally it is whatever the client already has. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't actually... We've, we've got a whole episode on containers. You can listen to us and add different approaches in that episode. But uh, I don't actually use containers very much in my home. The only place mm-hmm. I do is in the pantry. And so if you had to pin me down to a favourite storage container, it would be the Verriera from IKEA as an open open container and if it was a lidded container it would be anything clear I hate opaque so my clients this is my refrain at the moment most of my clients are like oh yeah that's right you hate you know not clear containers don't you mm-hmm. and I was like, yes yes like people have shoe boxes and <laughs> you know hat boxes and I'm like yeah can't you see anything ever remember what's in here no why don't don't use them and that like yep. so people yep. are like oh yeah you hate me using shoe boxes don't you yeah, that's what I do.
1: <laughs> only because it's not as practical and easy and simple as using clear
2: well and and because we for the majority of people it's out of sight out of mind yeah yep. so your your turn to answer that
1: um, mine's similar. Like I will always use what a client has, but if a client says to me, or oh, we need storage and they just don't have any, my go-to is IKEA um, Sammler range for lidded. I liked how you separated it out. And I'm with you, Veriera for unlittered containers. So most of the time, litting is perfect because you can stack it. So that would be my simple answer. As you said, go back and listen to the containers episode. And in the pantry... I'm a bit not sure. I used to love the Sistema, but they changed it and I just haven't quite. I'm a bit slow on change on this. Usually love change, not loving this change. So that's my, I'm not quite sure in the pantry anymore.
2: Mm. Yeah. I like if you're going to, if we're going to go lidded in the pantry, like rather than very era, then mm-hmm. I I think there's, you know, nothing wrong with a good decor box. Mm.
1: Like, I think the key is just to be consistent. Yeah. Key, mm, I know you okay. don't. Just- go and listen to <laughs> our pantry episodes too. Yeah, but, go, go, go. You know,
2: you can <laughs> find the joy in. But I was looking at um, one of our colleagues, uh, Beck from the Uncluttered podcast, and she's using those clear um, containers in the pantry. I think there's a stemmer as well. They're black. Yep. They're really nice. Yep, yep, I do yep. like them. That's their glass range. Yeah, yeah. I do like them. Awesome. But again, just use what you've got, peeps, unless, yes. you know, whatever. Unless, you unless you're to go going stuff. to the whole home edit. Thing. <laughs> and then go for your life.
1: Guest, <laughs> I want to know another of your favorite things. I want to know your favorite piece of clothing.
2: I really love this dress that I have at the moment. I wear it at every opportunity. It's from the iconic. Is it the um, it's from Atmos. Pink one? It's Atmos here Atmos in here brand um no it's a blue sky blue one and I feel like I'm from like Anna Green Gables or like yeah it's it's a fun dress and our our colleague Belinda has the same dress so we always have to like we always you know if we're going out not in our uniforms I'm always like are you wearing the blue dress don't wear the blue (laughs) dress I'm wearing the blue dress let's not be twins that is the best and so it's so funny because you know uh, she loved my brown hair I sent her a photo um, the other day and she was like I love it and I was like I because people when we go out to jobs they're like are you girls sisters like yeah we do our hair like this like so anyway it's funny and so uh, she goes I love your hair I was like does that mean that you're going brown <laughs> i was teasing it <laughs> so because we we're we're similar in many many ways so.
1: you are too you are you are <laughs> what about yours Uh, My favourite piece of clothing at the moment is probably, look, it's always going to be like my pyjamas because (laughs) there's nothing quite like putting on soft bamboo pyjamas after a long day and just chillaxing in them. So I think that would probably have to be mine. Look, I'm not going out. I don't have a pretty blue dress that I'm going out in that's my favourite, but I'm going to go the opposite end and go my PJs. Yeah.
2: All
1: right, what's your favourite app? Ooh. My favorite app. I think it's my podcast app. That's the one I would struggle to lose the most, even more than social media, Um, any, like, I just, I would struggle to, so I use CastBox. Um, I'm on Android. That's the app that I use. And I listen to so many podcasts that I would be like a, a fish out of water without my podcast app. Um, so, yeah, that's my favoritist. What about you? Mm, Spotify. Oh, no. Do you listen to your podcast on Spotify? Yes. So the squeeze
2: see. comes up on Spotify and yeah. yeah, that's why I go, well, if I didn't have podcast app, I could use like most podcasts Correct. are on Spotify now. And yeah. most of yeah. the time I'm not use, listening to them on Spotify. Um, but if you, I just was deserted on a desert island with Wi-Fi, then
1: that's what I would have. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> More than lasagna? Would you take lasagna or Spotify to your desert island? Spotify because. Oh, hello. That's a big call. Yeah. Yeah. Spotify because I could get. she starve but she'd be happy.
2: <laughs> no, because a deserted island hopefully has a coconut tree and I could learn to fish. love fish. Yeah. Learn to love it. <laughs> or just I hope like that it. there's a big prawn infestation around me.
1: <laughs> anyway, I know. I'm weird. Yes. What is your favorite thing to find in a client's home?
2: My favorite thing to find is sentimental items. I love hearing the story around things and I love the joy that lights up people's faces when they find lost treasures. So I think lost treasures.
1: I like that one. Um, Mine's almost the opposite. (laughs) Surprise! Mine is anything that's a quick win. So I love it when we find like a big box of uni notes from 20 years ago and the whole box goes in the bin. I love it when we find a big box of baby clothes and they all get donated. I love it when we find... You know, sets of linen for beds that they don't even own anymore. And all the single linen goes straight in the donation bag. Oh, so I love linen, it when we find oh,
2: single linen. Oh the single linen. Oh single linen. That is the verse. We say I that. want you to do that dance next time you find single linen. I want you to do it.
1: <laughs> if today you were decluttering and you find single linen, please take a take a little TikTok and send it to us. <laughs>
2: Do a TikTok because we wouldn't know how to open it because we don't have
1: TikTok. That's true. We're too old for TikTok, but do something. Send it to us. We're not too <laughs> we're old it for Insta TikTok. story and tag us. Yeah,
2: we're not too old for TikTok. We just no, have too much too social media at the as That's it is. Right.
1: <laughs> yeah, so I think quick and easy wins are my absolute favorite. Put a big smile on my face. I love mm, it. Cool. Hold up!
0: What was that?
2: What
1: do you find the most challenging then? Let's go the other way. Oh, the most challenging thing to find is the bulk sentimental items. So not when someone comes across a treasured item, but when they come across a whole box of their childhood or they come across they've got boxes and boxes from when a parent passed away. I find that that's challenging in the sense that it costs a lot of the client, like they cost them emotionally, And so they're tired and it slows them down. They get a bit bogged down. Um, And also it's hard. It's really hard work to decipher what is treasured in amongst mementos and what can be let go of. So I think that um, is challenging for that reason.
2: Mm.
1: What is yours? I
2: think in a similar vein, I think the most challenging things is when you come up against something that the client is particularly stuck on like a landmine
1: or uh, no no i don't mind
2: landmines like let's say so let's <laughs> tell everybody what a landmine is we've got a whole episode on it but it's basically when we step we ask a question about something and not realize the significance to that person and it brings up a whole lot of emotions for that person Mm -hmm. so they can react um sad or angry or frustrated or a whole
1: misunderstood yeah like what did we
2: say and a whole host of emotions but That's so not so much a landmine. I think more around when I can see that something is not serving them, Mm -hmm. and they just haven't got to that viewpoint yet. Yeah. Like so, it's um, yeah. So it's not it's not around the sentimental necessarily, although it can be. It's more around that where they just like no, I need to keep it. And yeah, I can't
1: get rid of this. And even though we dig into why it is that they can't, yeah. they... Um, even sometimes when their head goes, I understand what you're saying, but I'm still not going to get rid of this.
2: Yeah, and I've got no problem with them going, okay, cool, it's your house. It's just I feel like, oh, I haven't said the right thing to move them in. And it's, again... And I know it sounds like subjective, it's my opinion, but I, and it is definitely, however, I can, I've seen this so many times. I've seen the freedom that it brings people. I've yeah. seen the, I've seen the, the other side of that journey. Like I've seen um, people walk through it. So I can, yeah. I know the freedom that's waiting for people. And yeah, so I, I think that that's probably the most challenging things is when I, it's not that I don't see the significance, or, or, or I, but I don't see the reason. I don't. Um, they can't even articulate what it is. Yeah, yeah. So,
1: That's fair enough. That's your challenge. Yeah. Be challenged. Yeah. Next question, Kirst. What is your favourite question to ask clients when you're decluttering? Why? <laughs> How did I don't know. I was just like I thought. Why is she taking so long to? to Surely this is on the tip of your tongue because you've already said it 600 times today. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm.
1: uh, that's what, yeah, why?
2: But I also like getting them to think about how else they can achieve the same thing differently. Yeah. So I was working with a client today and she was keeping um, pictures of products that she liked so Uh, she was keeping sorry she was keeping the physical outer container of products that she likes so she could know that that's the product that fits her or that she enjoys the most and so there was quite a lot of you know cardboard and packaging yeah and so I was like, okay, how else can we solve for that problem that you have that you want to make sure you buy the same product? And I was like, well, how about we just create an album in your phone with all of the photos and have it as an album. So you're not flying through, you know, 23,000 photos, but you can just click on the album and you might be going through you know a 100 or so but at least you yeah. can find it much easier so it's always like okay what's the problem that we're solving for and how can we solve this differently to how you're currently doing it because how you're currently doing it isn't serving you mm-hmm. necessarily like obviously there's right. Great. lots of things in people's houses that are serving them and it is is working but in this instance um
1: yeah, so I just like
2: solving for the problem. Yeah, how about you? I
1: think my the question I ask the most is probably do you love it? And so when someone's kind of holding something, I find as I've been a professional organiser for longer and longer is I can often read people's faces yes. when they don't even know what they're <gasps> letting off. So they pick up an item and you can see in their face it's not sparking joy, for lack of a better term, hmm. And then they're like, oh, I don't know. And so if I just go, do you love it? Like, oh, no, I don't love it. Great, let's let it go. And so that's probably my go-to question. When people pull something up, I read one thing on their face, Mm. but they're still struggling to make the decision. And it works for two-year-olds and it works all the way through to our oldest clients. Do you love it? Mm. Yeah. What about if they love it and it still is? Mm. I find that they tend to qualify that. I do love it, but realistically, I'm not going to use it again. Yes, I do love it, but I also love every pair of jeans that I own. Yes, So I think the question is not necessarily to get a yes or no answer. It's actually a question, even though it is a closed question, the nature of the question often enables conversation and it kind of digs out some of the things that they may not have known they were feeling before you ask the question, do you love it? Yes, we've got one more question that we have on our little list of our favorite things. And that is do you have a favorite encouragement that you like to give your clients?
2: I love just telling people that they're worthy and that they're loved, that nothing that they have, nothing that they let go of defines them, that they are worthy just because they are (laughs) and so I love (laughs) pouring that truth into people so um, that's how and I I love encouraging people that they've got it like that they that they've got it it, you know there's yeah yes they can feel anxious and they can feel nervous and they can feel worried and scared and happy and sad and joyous and all of the emotions but I believe in them and that I think they're worthy of of it all, of having the freedom, yeah, having yeah. having what I can see as their end goal. But even if they can't see that yet, that they're still worthy here and now in their mess, that they're worthy of love and worthy of, of achieving anything they want to.
1: Mm. You're such a nice professional as <laughs> <the nicer guest>. a <laughs> Um I think my encouragement My favourite encouragement is you've got this, you're doing it, I believe you can do this, you are making the changes. I really love helping people that feel disempowered to make decisions, to own their decisions, to feel like they're in control of their life, not to be bending and bending over and doing everything to please others, that they're the boss. They get to do what they want with their stuff. Mm. So um, that's probably my encouragement is you've got this, you've got this and that's what coaches are there for. Like we are not there to take your stuff. We are there to encourage you and that's why the podcast works is because we're here to encourage you to say you're worthy whether you give or take or what comes or goes in terms of stuff, you are still an amazing human and you've got this. you can make this change, you can declutter, you can change the intentionality of your life. And I think that's that's a powerful, one two punch curse that we deliver
2: yeah yeah and we both do that in in our sessions and our staff do that in the in the sessions too and we you know we are loving our growing team and loving the fact that um people who book in with the art of decluttering still get um, even if you don't have Amy and I out into your home, you still get that encouragement and that support, and that yeah, that that courage um, from that we give that our our staff members give to clients. So I mean, I love it. All right. I'm going to read the review today because I feel like I don't read them often enough because Amy is like way (laughs) too quick. (laughs) Story of our lives. Yes. Uh, So it's love from sunny SoCal USA. So it says, Kirsten Ames, I'm so grateful for your companionship in my ears over this past uncertain year of COVID. I started by listening to the oldest episodes first and then added in the new episodes when you began your daily ISO series. I've laughed and cried along with you and made tons of progress on my decluttering journey. Your Facebook community is a special place where I have been inspired and cheered on by others in on the same path to freedom your compassion empathy grace and love just shine through all you do thank you thank you and that's by assuredly blessed on apple podcast usa
1: thank you beautiful one that's a lovely review isn't it all reviews are lovely most of them are lovely sometimes we get a, a sad one that doesn't like us and that's okay <laughs>
2: I listened to the squiz today and they said if you don't have anything nice to say don't say anything at yep. all and I was like yes people yes yes but, yes you know it's also a free world and you're allowed to do whatever
1: you want say what you like I'm going to read another podcast review because we've got a massive backlog that we haven't read out yet this is a five-star review from Angie um, on Apple Podcasts Australia and it's titled Great listen, lovely ladies. She says, I really enjoy listening to you both on a Monday morning. Even if it's not a new tip for me, you both have such lovely voices. It's like joining in with friends every week when home with a toddler. Decluttering is a constant journey, especially after kids as they grow. I definitely appreciate the support. Mm. Angie, we are happy to
2: be your support. We love you. Thanks. (laughs) I was reading to the kids the other night um, and Simon said to me, I love listening to you read. You put me to sleep when you read. <laughs> <laughs> That's a positive. And he did mean it in a positive,
1: but he was just like, I
2: love, love, love listening to you read, Kirsty. <laughs> you should do it more often. And I was like, mm-hmm. if, yes.
1: I, I mean, you could just listen to the podcast and I will. Maybe you should create a special little podcast for Simon where you read him books so he can go to sleep at night. Yeah, maybe I should in all of, yes, I, maybe I should. Okay. Just read one chapter of a book and he can just play it over and over and over and
2: over. (laughs) Yeah, that wouldn't, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Not going to happen? It's an
2: idea. Thank you, ideas, woman. (laughs) All right, we're going to go so that we can record another episode. (laughs) Um, We can't wait to be back in your ears with that other episode soon, (laughs) next week.
1: Have an amazing week. We'll see you then. Bye.